Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Going bell to bell with the best in professional wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's get to all the exciting pro wrestling action and bring on the host. Here is Mark Hoke. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. What's up? Yeah. Okay, I guess we're waking up. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Is everybody ready to roll? Yeah, let's go. Stay ready. Stay ready. The best in pro wrestling news and entertainment on the Mark Hoke Show. We are very excited to have you joining us today here on KDOM 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas. Yeah, baby. We are streaming live. We are. Tune in. Always remember, go on our YouTube channel. That's the biggest part that we need you guys to go do. Follow us right now. Drop us a comment. Let us know that you're tuned in today at Mark Hoke Show on YouTube. Check us out. If not, you're missing out. Yep. We're also on Mark Hoke Show on Facebook and Mark Hoke on Twitter or Twitch. Twitch. We got to get the Twitch going, right? That's the one that you want to push. Yeah. We got we got Twitch it all. Good. Twitch is good. But yeah. yeah. Whatever platform you want, we got it. Yeah. We so we we're we are going to be talking the best in pro wrestling news, entertainment. We got all sorts of terrific stuff going on. I'm Mark Hoke. Thanks for being with us. To my right, sort of, and about uh, I don't know about uh, two o'clock. Mm. He looks like he got up at two o'clock or got got in bed at two o'clock. What is the David difference? <laughs> oh, what a difference that Dave makes. What is, is? Are you taking a cheap shot? I look tired. Well, you just you're a little. Uh, you're getting there. You're coming around. Yeah, I was up at five, man. I, I don't get much sleep, man. When I do, um, let's not talk about me. Let's go. <laughs> let's not talk about me. No, let's talk about Dave for a No, let's not. Right. And then about four o'clock is the man, the myth, the legend. My buddy on SportsX Radio, which airs on this station. Yes, sir. From 8 to 10 post-Meridian Pacific time here on KDON. Jose Valente. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Happy to be back. Happy to be learning from you guys as always. And, and, and you know what? I was thinking about something on the way here, and I think I got to give myself this nickname. I'm, I'm going to start calling myself the Born Again Wrestling Fan. Ooh, wow. I like that. I like that. What do you guys that. think? You're a ball? No, I'm a Born Again Wrestling Fan. Actually, make you a boss. Oh, you're trying to, you're trying to abbreviate boss. it. Okay, I got you. You're the boss. But yeah, you know, I used to be a wrestling fan when I was younger, drifted away. Watched it again, drifted away again, so I'm back. So I'm a born-again wrestling fan. Well, welcome back, man. And I'm glad to be learning from the best. That's the best part about it. There you go. Well, thank you for that compliment, there man. You go, Mark's you know. getting up to speed as well. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we'll get him there. Unbelievable. <laughs> well, we have a terrific show lined up for you today. We're going to be talking all sorts of crazy stuff in AEW. We also are going to be having a discussion on SummerSlam. That is coming up on Sunday, the biggest party of the summer for World Wrestling Entertainment. So that should be a great time. We'll be hitting SummerSlam eh, pretty much the second hour. I think it's going to just about take it up. And we're also going to have a great guest coming on here in our next segment. He's the president of wrestling. Did you know there was a president of wrestling? Uh, I do now. I do now, man. You better I, know. I didn't know there was an election, but I, I'm excited to meet him, man. Royalty. Yeah, it's going to be fun. <laughs> One of the one of the great experts of, on independent wrestling out there does a lot of work with Pro Wrestling Revolver, 
and uh, we're going to get to talk to him in just a little bit. Phil Stamper is going to be joining us on the show, so very excited to have El Presidente. Actually, Jose, you should be saying that. El Presidente. Thank you. It sounds so much better. <laughs> I, I took two years of Spanish, but I don't think I was paying much attention. You took attention. two years of Spanish. You took eight years of drama class. What did I you didn't do? take eight years <laughs> of drama class. <laughs> dance class, whatever it was. I did man. take four we dance classes. We saw the classes. dance moves last yeah, week. I don't though, know. Right? Was yeah. it last week? Was it last week? We saw yeah, it was last yeah. week. I'm going to have to pull up a history report on Marcus. <laughs> he claims to do everything, and I ain't oh, seen man. nothing. Unbelievable. You guys are terrible to me, but that's okay. <laughs> well, let's get into what's going on in pro wrestling and, of course, just some interesting happenings on AEW this week. And I got to tell you guys, Collision on Saturday nights is turning into must-see TV. You know, this is, this is reminding me of, you know, you got to get Saturday night's main event back in the day. You had to watch that. Yeah. Collision is really starting to take shape. I mean, this show is just loaded every week with big, big stuff. This week was no exception. I guess we'll start off with the punkster. My guy. Our good buddy CM Punk. Yes, sir. Whipping out his old belt that, of course, was taken away from him after the brawl at All Out. He was stripped of the championship. And, of course, he was hurt anyway. But he pulled out his old belt, spray-painted it with his straight-edge X, and said, I am the real-world champion. I never lost this belt. There's still my blood and sweat on this belt from when I beat John Moxley. I'm the real-world champ, which is now leading to a match next week where he'll be facing off with Ricky Starks, who's been causing him troubles, beating him a couple of times. And Ricky Steamboat is going to be the special guest referee. The dragon. The dragon back in the ring. That's my guy, man. So that should be a lot of fun. But, guys, your thoughts on this storyline with CM Punk claiming he is the real world champion, David? Uh, I concur, man. He is the real world champion. I find it interesting. Like, there's no management here. So you could just say you're whatever you are. Now you got graphics for next week that you're the real world champion. Like, nobody is uh, nobody is contesting this. But I'm a CM Punk guy. Um, love the promo, love where it's going, and um, I love the belt, man. I think that'll be a thing. How much can CM Punk hurt, uh, wrestle, though? Isn't he hurt? No, he's back. He's back, man. He's back. Okay. He's, he's ready to roll. I like it. Man. Why not? No. Continue the storyline. Keep didn't, it going. Didn't we do this a while ago with CM Punk putting his belt in the fridge and everything else back in WWE? Uh, didn't we play this game before? Well, I mean, history repeats itself, man. Yeah, well, I guess, Jose, it may be leading into your thoughts last week about him taking on Mr. MJF, if MJF is still the world champion when Punk finally takes that step. But I don't know. I'm kind of like, yeah, you spray-painted a belt. Maybe if you'd have kept your mouth shut and not start helped start a fight, you know, you'd still be the world champion. you got to get over that, Mark. What does spray-painting a belt remind you of, though? I, thing, gee, I don't can, know. The only thing that can comes to mind for me is like NWO. Yeah, that, that's what that's that's what I thought yeah. when I saw it. So it's like, what type of storyline are we trying to create here? Trying to create something different? Where are we going to move with it? I'm interested to see what happens. To be honest with you, I mean, you see the way that they act, and everything else is just perfect right now, man. Keep the storyline going. Yeah. Well, we'll see where it goes. I'm kind of yeah. Yeah. You're not a CM Punk guy, man. And yeah, I, I like so, CM so Punk. Hate, I wasn't. I've always liked CM, CM Punk. Punk guy. Even back to his WWE days when I did watch it a lot. I mean, I like CM Punk, his persona, his attitude. He's good for the ring and he's good for wrestling. He's good for the TV. The fans love him. Whether he's a good guy or a bad guy, he's always been good wrestling. 
Best, I, best I, in the world. Best in the world. Well, one of, I mean, to me, one of the greatest matches of all time was the Money in the Bank match with John Cena, where he took the championship and walked out. I, it's one of the most perfect matches I've ever I've ever enjoyed. But I don't know. I'm just I'm just not that into. You know, I'm the real world champion. No, you're not. Nope. Sorry, you're not. Well, too bad. Again, like we touched on last week, like he's the show, man. You love him, you hate him. He's the show. He could do what he wants. He's in his own realm, man. Collision. He's the face of Collision. He got to have a belt of some sort. I like the X on there. That's his thing. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'll spray paint an X on you. <laughs> don't, don't, it, don't, be don't. What's the matter this morning, man? Yeah, yeah. What's going on, man? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we squashed him. You know what? Hang on, hang on. I was, I was going to say this to oh, later, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Anyway, we got more to. Oh, no. Uh oh! There is a live stream of me dancing. Yeah. Oh my Take god! That. All right, fair enough. Take that. That's okay. I thought it looked all right. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, more to that, come. That was uh, more to come. That'll be up on social media soon, I'm sure. <laughs> wow. Well, of that course, was, that was beautiful. Of course, also on Collision this week, we had the tag match, the World Championship on the line. FTR taking on Adam Cole and MJF, the World Champion. FTR gets the roll up with a little tight pull because, of course, FTR can't beat MJF without it without cheating. But MJF saves Adam Cole from taking a shatter machine. They lose and they hug it out. No, no betrayal, no belt to the back of the head. They even have a celebration after the match with FTR in the ring. MJF bringing out the pizza. The tequila coming out from FTR, MJF begging for forgiveness from Adam Cole for losing and crying in the ring and then telling FTR how great he thought they were and how he discounted them when they were together in the pinnacle. (sighs) Is the devil getting in the hearts of everybody? Is this going to keep going? Do we still get that match at all in in a few weeks? Or do they keep this thing going because the fans are going nuts? Dave, what do you think, buddy? I know. I see. Now yeah, you're not yeah, feeling yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. It's it's hokey, man. But I get. Well, wow. Yeah. yeah I hate that hokey, word. Yeah. Well, you're yeah. hokey. Elaborate on that well. a little bit, Dave. Um, so I just like again the theatrics of it, the hug at the end. It's a little. It, remember Macho Man when uh, Elizabeth came back and saved him, and that was a moment, man. That made me tear up. This here, nah, not so much, man. But what I love about it is that there's so much emotion. The fans obviously love it. So when that swerve happens, you're going to get uh, a lot of energy and emotion going into that match. So, I mean, I understand the build. I'm just not a fan of the dancing. The, the, I mean, the, the double clothesline. Man, I was going to – I would order the double clothesline elbow pads for us. I would. But you don't want to. Now, Jose might. <laughs> what, wearing some elbow pads? Hey, we get the, they've got double clothesline elbow pads. Uh, I don't know. Come on. Come on. I might be on Dave's side. You're, you're on your own, Mark. <laughs> but, I mean, I see where it's going. I understand it. I'm just as a fan of MJF. Um, it, you know, and I, it, it's leading to something. So once this whole um, shenanigans is done, we can get back to business. See, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw something different at this a little bit because this – this is getting too big to break this up right now, and they're making too much money off of it. But here's a thought. What if Adam Cole is the one that turns on MJF? Mm. What if Adam Cole turns out to be the heel in all this? 
and stabs MJF in the back. Because, like I said last week, there are people in the back that want MJF to be a good guy. They want him to be the babyface. So what if you have Adam Cole and Roderick Strong just out of the blue one day just beat the hell out of him? I mean, one of those all-time legendary beatdowns. Mm-hmm. And Adam Cole turns out to be the bad guy in all this, and MJF is the hero, the sympathetic hero. I can see that. I like that twist. I think that would be really interesting if that's the way they take it. I say they almost have to do that. I mean, because it's expected for MJF to do it, and they teased it last night. And But, yeah, I think the, the biggest word would be Adam Cole taking it to him. And then, yeah, then you got a major uh, baby face. In, uh, which in which AEW needs, by the way. They really do. So am I looking at this correctly? These guys have been champs for 116 days. Who? The AEW Tag Team Champions. FTR? Yeah. Yeah. 116 days. That's it. So I, 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 I get why Dave is probably a little bit tired of it already. <laughs> I can see that. I, I can see why he's tired of the champs It's all already. good. I w- I, that it would have been really fun if they'd won the tag belts. But, yeah, so – but. For right now, tequila and pizza for everybody. Where? In when and what time? Oh. Well, well, they, well, you know what? I think everybody should have a tequila and pizza party. Damn, why not? Let's do it, man. It's well, on the 28th. There you go. And what? And one more thing real quick I want to just hit on real fast is Jamie Hayter, by the way, if you didn't see this, she is going to be out. She cannot wrestle it all in, so she will not be able to wrestle in front of her home fans in the U.K. at, at all in, and that's uh, – that's pretty sad for her. I know that was something that she was very much looking forward to. So we'll see what happens with the AEW Women's Championship as well. That's going to be an interesting situation to see how they end up booking that. They've actually uh, got Tony Storm defending the title this week, and maybe they'll take it off her and then set her up against Soraya. I think that's that would be a good possibility because that'll get the fans going over in England with Soraya if she would be able to challenge for the championship. Oh, of course. But you couldn't do it against Tony Storm, so... Just thought. Yeah. You're not excited about that at all. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm just Saraya. That's my people right there. Yeah, Saraya's awesome. We had her in the studio and, you know, let her, let her win it all. Yeah, <laughs> let her win everything. Let man. her win Take it all. Yeah. It's all good. That's let her people. win and come in the studio. How about that? There you go. That, that sounds great to me. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, we got to get our break in because we have a very special guest coming up here on the show. We are going to be joined by Phil Stamper. This is going to be awesome. The president of wrestling. I'll tell you what, uh, take an oath, boys. That's it? What's that? You got nothing. Oh, my God. <laughs> the presidential oath? Come on, man. All right. Sorry. Get in the... You're losing Where it, Mark. Are you? You're losing it, Mark. Oh, my God. You said you're an so... oaf? You're an oaf? Go away. The <laughs> <laughs> Marco Cho here on Kingdom 101.5 FM. We'll be right back with Phil Stamper. The Mark Hoke Show is proud to announce our partnership with Pro Wrestling's premier charity, the Cauliflower Alley Club. For nearly 60 years, the CAC has stood strong, assisting members of the wrestling industry in their times of need. Please join us in supporting the Cauliflower Alley Club by becoming a member for just $25 a year or make an individual donation today. Go to caulifloweralleyclub.org and give back to the people that have brought us so much entertainment and joy in pro wrestling. Once again, that's caulifloweralleyclub.org. Infinite Wellness can help you achieve your goals and look and feel your best. Our regenerative medicine clinic utilizes stem cell and exome therapy. 
We also have a comprehensive weight loss program and numerous other services you can find on our website at infinitewellness.info. We're located at 8925 West Post Road, Suite 100, right across from Ikea. You can book your appointment today by calling us at 702-842-2244 or find us on social media at infinitewellness.lv. We'd love to be a part of your journey. 1015 FM KDON. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. And we are back on the Mark Hoke Show, the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment in Las Vegas and, well, pretty much the multiverse. It's all good. Everywhere, like air. That's right. We yes. got it covered. We do, we do, we do. The David difference? Yes, sir. Just causing trouble. Always. That's what I do, man. That is what you do. <laughs> Jose Vellante. Yes, sir. Hanging out. Hanging out. But And, and I'm so scared to bring our guest into this fray. Uh-oh. Well, I, just, I just feel bad for him spending a Sunday morning with us. But we're really excited as we have one of the top guys out there on the indie circuit. Just does everything. I mean, He's the president. He is, the, oh, he is the top guy. What do you mean? One of the. Presidente. Yeah. I'm excited to have him on. So. Why not stop wasting time and let's get him in here. He is the president of wrestling. Phil Stamper joined us on the show. Phil, how are you doing today, bud? I am great. Good morning, everybody. How are you? All right. Magical, magical. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I, have, I have already decided, Jose, I need to, like, just have you only say a presidente, like, every just I want to capture that. <laughs> here here we go. In front of every entrance I ever do. Here we go. El presidente. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a golden voice huh? good morning my man pleasure to meet you <laughs> nice to meet you yeah phil well i'll tell you what so much going on out on the indie circuit right now and things have changed so much out there on the indies you know just in terms of the relationships that they have with with other companies like impact and so on and you know the the amount just the amount of product that's out there too it's getting pretty incredible what's happening out there on the independent circuit across the country it is i mean independent wrestling's always ebbed and flowed a little bit and it certainly sort of mimics how popular mainstream wrestling is how popular the wwe is now you have AEW. now you have impact now you have access to new japan and so like so much of that being out there i think has influenced the fan base wanting to see more wrestling okay well now you can see it maybe an hour away from where you live instead of having to drive two hours to a big arena to see the big guys for probably three times the price for no offense, probably a less athletic event in many cases. <laughs> so I love independent wrestling. And I think a lot of fans are seeing that, Oh, I have quick access to this. And this can be a very intimate, very personal relationship with a company and with guys that you start to get to know um, in a very different way than you get to know talent that you see on television. Yeah, because we have uh, you know a lot of indie companies here. Of course, uh, FSW, the the mm -hmm. biggest one here, and uh, you know we've gotten to you know of course Dave, you do your work with them, and I occasionally go down and hang out when I can and meet the guys. And and you're right, it is a very different experience because you know it's it's a much smaller crowd. You're much closer to everybody. You get a chance to really interact with these guys and get to know them as they're making their rise. It's such it's such a different feel. And, you know, I think the people that haven't really given indie wrestling a chance are missing out on a great experience. Oh, I totally agree. Totally agree. And yeah. you're going to see those guys that are going to be the next ones on television. Guys and gals. Let me be clear. Guys yeah. and gals. Absolutely. Well, tell everybody a little bit about 
what's going on out there? What are some of the, the big companies for people that may not be familiar with a lot of what's happening in independent wrestling? Take us around the U.S. a little bit. Just, uh, you know, a few companies that are up and coming and you know, some of the ones that you're working with right now. Uh, I mean, let's talk about wrestling. Revolver certainly has a huge I was going to I was going to use the word impact and then turn right into <laughs> sort of what you said before. They have a great relationship with Impact Wrestling. So a huge part of that roster really comes from Impact. But then we also have a good relationship with AEW. So like John Moxley is going to be there this, this coming Thursday. We have an event. So he's part of our regular roster now, which is which is awesome to have somebody that high up on the card at AEW accessible to independent wrestling fans. And and events is just really cool. Um you have MCW Pro Wrestling out in Maryland that it, it's interesting because they're sort of that homegrown home field uh, talent base that doesn't necessarily get a lot of the internet buzz. But anytime they run that banner in, in Maryland, they they're getting 600, 800 fans um, at an event. And that's like, wait a minute, an independent event can draw that much. And it's like, yeah, they really, really do. Um, and you have your places like beyond that just has so much attention on it. That really shows uh, so much of the new talent or so much younger talent that's really trying to get themselves out there more and more and more. Uh, I love those guys. FSW, you hear constant nonstop talk of. Um, like I, I hear people say, like, I can't wait to go to Vegas because I want to go see FSW. Nice. And I'm like, that's really cool when I hear people talk about that. Um, and I'm, I live in Maryland, so it's like, I know of FSW. I know other people know of it. So it's really cool to see just what everybody's doing out there everywhere and really just draw more attention to So I have a question for you, Phil. What do you tell those new wrestling fans, right, that are just brand new to the sport, but they're just watching AEW? You know, they're watching WWE, the big names, that don't know anything about these smaller markets. What do you tell them to try to go out and watch these events? So that's, that's exactly the way in is sort of, hey, did you know that there's wrestling available to you, like right down the street or, you know, an hour away? Hey, let me talk to you about it. Um, I mean – I still do street teaming here and there. And like, I, you know, I'll pass out uh, postcard size flyers, but I don't just toss them as people walking by because then you'll have a, a littered street. I go, Hey, do you like pro wrestling? And like, Oh yeah, I watch AEW. Oh, well, that's really cool. We have pro wrestling going on this Saturday and you hand them a card and you start talking to them and you start developing a relationship. So then it becomes a little bit more personal. Uh, and, and so like they get in and they're like, you know, maybe they don't know some of the guys or maybe, Somebody who's on the event is somebody like a, a, a former name talent, or maybe it is somebody currently on AEW or Impact. Um, and they get to go and go, oh, wait a minute, that's really cool. I saw like the person who anchored me to come in maybe, or maybe because I talked to this guy randomly on the street, like, oh, this seems really cool. And then they come and they watch an event and they're like, oh, wow, this is really neat. And I can see this and it's, wait a minute, it's, it's a, that much more accessible to me because the financial cost is right. Awesome. Let's go. Nice. So who are some of the people out there on the independent circuit that you would have your eye on to be moving up right now. I mean, obviously there's people all over the country, but who are, I'm sure there's some people that you're thinking about saying, man, they should be on TV right now. What, what are some of the names that come to mind when you think about that? Um, JT Dunn comes to mind. He's out of new England. He's one of the top talents in, in the world who is unsigned. It, it is shocking to me to see the talent that has been signed and he hasn't been yet. Uh, Matt Mikowski is probably not too far behind. Uh, he's uh, from uh, the uh, Philadelphia area. 
he used to be he used to compete in in MMA and I'm gonna I'm hitting myself in the head because I can't remember the name of the company that he used to work for um but uh has trained made that transition from MMA to pro wrestling and he's garnered a lot of attention he just came back from um an ACL injury and so like he's working himself back up actually he's working for beyond um and so like I think some big things are going to come from him pretty fast uh I'm trying to think of other people uh Jake Christ, who used to be, he was uh, uh, Impact X Division champion and um, right now is not under a contract. He did just have a guest spot with Impact, but he's not signed. And it's like, I would love to see him get out there and and really, really get showcased again um, because he brings a lot of fire to what he does. But then you, I mean, then you have even younger talent. You have guys like a Robert Martyr, uh, guys like a Damian Chambers, guys who like are really just starting to get their name known and heard of. And it's like, oh, I want to see these guys. Um, Crash Jackson uh, out of Ohio, Jaden Newman out of Tennessee, um, Cole Radrick out of Indiana. And some of these guys are making rounds. Like they're going, uh, I mean, Cole, I think, just is, is just about to go to England on a tour. Um, so he's going to live out in England for like a month, I think from like October to November. Um, and like, that's really cool. And it's like, now you get to expose him and he gets to build up his reputation in a whole other country. And then like, oh, wow, now you have a bigger audience that's more interested in him. And so it just keeps building and building on top of itself. Yeah, and I know, David, uh, you know, we got some great guys in FSW that have been making appearances on AEW. And you know, I think Vandergriff's going to going to England, too, if I remember right. So, you know, a lot of great guys here in Vegas in the area. And you know, Dave, who are some of the guys that, that you have your eye on that are probably going to make the moves soon? Uh, from FSW, I mean, uh, there's so much talent, but like right now, I'm I'm high on uh, Big Fonz out of out of the Bay Area. Like he's got a great look. He uh, did uh, extra work for the Young Rock show, so he played the stunt double there for a couple scenes. But like he's got a great look, great charisma, and I think um, the future looks bright for him. But tell me this, Phil, like so at FSW, we we're known like LA Knight. Was with us, Sephiroth uh, too. We got Karrion Cross. We got uh, like just Zoe Stark. Yeah, Zoe Starks. We got uh, Jay Vidal. A little bit of everybody. When you see these other independent companies, do you see like one that is like great at churning out next level stars? Um, I mean, the one that comes to mind because they have a training school affiliated with them is, is MCW in Maryland. I mean, this is a place where Leo Rush came from, Lita came from, I and mean, that's how long that they've wow. been around. Um, that they're they're constantly constantly churning out people out of their uh, academy that keeps they keep going up um and so i'm i'm always like looking around like who's gonna be like action andretti came from there um so i'm, I'm always like all right who's the next guy uh, and I, I, I i'm gonna hit myself in the head if i don't mention his name even though now i'm mad because he's decided that he's gonna step away from pro wrestling for a moment but brett haskins i kept yeah. watching and seeing a lot of and come to find out he was a maryland guy so i'm like okay i, I like this connection um, but I know he's going back into competitive fighting. But man, you, you're talking about Brett the Threat. Yep. Yeah, Brett yeah, the Threat. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's um, a worker. Or, or, right. I don't, I don't know. If it, if, hey, if it is, he got me. Yeah, so. That's my guy right there. Um, Cal Jack. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Cal Jack, former NXT t- talent, um, but amazing guy. Like, and and solid person. Like, just as a as a person, he's cool. Um, but man, don't make him angry. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, and I think it's been very interesting, too, that you're seeing more interaction between the independent companies and some of the major companies, too, that the talent's really crossing over. Because that used to never be the case. I mean, you would never see a guy from one of the top companies, like an Impact or so on, being on the indie shows as well. If it was, if you were there, you were there, and that was it. 
But now they're sending these guys out. Even AEW does it a lot, too, that they're letting these people go out and do indie shows. Now, how did that happen? And, and, and how is it great for the industry? I think in many ways, see, I don't know, I'm like, how much do I share? I mean, some of it's money. Let's, <laughs> let's face it. Hey, uh, and this is when AEW first started, you know, they were when they were only really running one event a, a week. Um, even as before dark was coming, even when dark came, it was sort of like, well, we might only have this, this person for a, a day, maybe two. And we're all, our deal is only a per event deal. It's not really like a, a contract in the way you're seeing some other contracts being rewritten right now. And so like, all right, well, they, they still want to get their laps and they still want to go places and try stuff. They still want to work with people. They want to work in front of a crowd. And, and, and in the AW case, and this is no slap. I feel like I'm going to say it and it's going to be like, oh, I can't believe you said that. But some of those guys and gals are a little younger and they want more experience and need more experience because they're on television. So like, okay, let's give them a run where they can maybe work out some of the new things that they're, that they're thinking of doing inside of a ring. Okay, go for it um, and earn a little money <laughs> while yeah. you're doing it. And then come back and like, okay, now you're doing it here. Oh, wow. Now maybe I'm more interested in you because you've built this time into yourself. You've worked up yourself. Oh, now you've raised your level up. So there's there's definitely an advantageous, advantageous relationship that you can build. Because now in this other market where maybe this person has gone to, to uh, go wrestle where you have maybe already a built-in crowd. Oh, wait a minute. This person's on AEW. Oh, I can see them there. So now you're bringing in that crowd back to you as well. Um, impact wrestling right now, even though it's on access TV, that's not necessarily in every, uh, household in America. I mean, USA network is, has deals with almost every major cable and, and, um, satellite provider in the United States. Well, you don't have that with access. And again, not a slap on, on impact, but that's who they're with right now, but they have tremendously awesome international deals. And so people in the United States, sometimes look at them and go, I don't know, but even with access, they get more viewers than major league baseball does in a week. Like, and it's sort of like, so wait a minute, let's look like, if you look at the numbers, wow, they really do have a lot of eyes on them. Okay. Maybe in the States, it's a little bit different. And impact is in a, in um, their schedule right now. They're maybe filming once a month um, and backlogging events. So it's like the same kind of thing. Like, okay, well now, now your folks are off for three weeks. Well, they want to get some laps in. They want to get some more reps in. they want to get, an opportunity to work on more things. Okay, same same kind of deal. Let's give them that opportunity. And hey, they're going to make some more money on the side. Absolutely. It's a, it's an incredible relationship. And when I say we're going to step back, let's take a break. And then we come back. We're going to talk more independent wrestling here with Phil Stamper. Plus, I want to get your reaction to what Vince had said a while back about, you know, we're not going to use the indie guys. We're just going to bring in people off the street and see how that works out. And that yeah. philosophy kind of went a little crazy, too. So so let's take a break, and when we come back, we're going to have more with Phil Stamper here on the Mark Hoke Show. And, of course, you can follow Phil at Trust in Phil on Twitter if you'd like. I'm sure he'd appreciate that. So check it out, and we're going to have more on the Mark Hoke Show here in just a little bit. Stick around, everybody. We'll be right back.
If you're looking for an award-winning dining experience at outstanding prices, look no further than Unique Eats. Whether it's their incredible breakfast platters, amazing pastas and sandwiches, or world-renowned pizzas, celebrity chef Dominic Tedesco will have you covered. Check out their coffee and smoothie bar, vegetarian options, catering, and top flight service. Visit Unique Eats today at 3100 South Durango Suite 100. Call 702-992-3038 or go to uniqueeatslv.com and we'll see you all at Unique Eats. 1015 FM K-Don. You're listening to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Vegas. The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Now, here again is Mark Hoke. And we are back on the Mark Hoke Show, the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. Live here on K-Don. And, of course, we're out there on the Odyssey app. Terrific app, by the way, if you want to stream all sorts of stuff on your phone. From all over the world. Yeah. It's got the rewind button, too. Yeah, it's got that rewind button, so you can listen to us over and over and over and over and over. and Technology, man. Technology. Yeah, and over and over and over. Hey. There <laughs> <laughs> the difference. Playing the clips oh, on the live stream. We're also live streaming on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook, so you can catch us there as well. We certainly do appreciate it. Of course, David Difference, Jose Vellante, and we're joined by... He is the president of wrestling. El presidente. Yeah, so how many terms does this thing have? <laughs> I mean, you know. Hey. How many terms? Phil Stamper, by the way. Yeah, how, how, do, how do you get elected president of wrestling? I mean, think of it this way. As an authority in wrestling, mm-hmm. as somebody who does all the work in wrestling, I have become the president, just like you would see at any major corporation. So it's not necessarily an election. Mm-hmm. It's that I'm running the place, and sometimes <laughs> people don't know it. Self-proclaimed. Fair enough. Hostile takeover. (laughs) Right. There you go. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. It's good work if you can get it. Uh, Well, I I wanted to ask you about that situation that happened a little bit with WWE where they said they don't want to bring in indie guys. They want to bring in their own people that are untrained and teach them. And I don't know how well that's gone. But, you know, they've had a little bit of success with a few people. What were your thoughts when you heard that as a pure indie guy? So, one, I reflected, wow, they've said this like 10 times over the last 25 years that became so public. And every time it, like people go, I can't believe you're going to do that and say that. And then they build this relationship and they try to bring up somebody. And then they're like, oh, we, we should probably have people who know how to wrestle to work with them. Oh, okay, we need to hire these indie guys to work with them. Yeah. And then it's the indie guys that go up. Because when they started NXT, like when they, when they tr- uh, went from uh, Florida Championship Wrestling and they were starting NXT – they literally said the same thing. They were like, oh, we're, we're done with these indie guys. We need to have uh, these college athletes come up or former NFL players come in, and we're going to build them to be the stars of tomorrow. And then the first talent they announced being signed was Sami Zayn. And it's like, oh. <laughs> and then Sammy Callahan. And it was like, wait a minute. And Kevin Steen. It's like, this doesn't make sense. Like, what are you talking about? Like, so it was either A – what I just said that it was like, well, we're bringing up these guys, but they need to work people who know how to wrestle and oh, the people who wrestled excelled or it was just, you know, fluke, uh, happenstance or oh, whatever. But those are the guys who are up top or the, or the wrestler was not, you know, I want to say typically is it? Yes. They, there's other people who do stand up and rise up, but at the same time, like the people who know how the body works and moves mm-hmm. seem to be the people who do, a little bit better. Yeah, and and I think there there has to be a passion for it too. Mm-hmm. And you can Absolutely. go you can go to somebody and say, 
you know, you should be a pro wrestler. And they say, oh, okay. And then they come in and they realize, wow, this is not easy and this hurts. And they get and they get pulled out. It takes a special person to do what they do. Uh, I, I have a friend who's a, a boxing trainer, and I, I trained for a little bit with him. I, I by no means have a stand-up game. Um, <laughs> I'm the first one to admit that. But that's just it. Like, you can look at, wow, you're an amazing athlete. Wow, you move really quick. But the first time you get punched in the face, I don't want to do that anymore. Uh, and I, and I've, seen, I've seen that in different, in different sports, too. Um, you know, when, uh, when you land on that ring, it is not comfortable. When you land on the floor, it is not comfortable. When you get punched in the face, it is not fun- comfortable. And so some people just can't do that. And, I, you know, I get that. You can be the best athlete in the world and not want that to happen to you. Totally understand. Or, you know, and injuries happen, too, along the way. Um, I mean, even even within the world of wrestling, um, you see that, you know, people have, uh, I mean, I had uh, uh, cervical disc fusion. Uh, I had the, the exact edge surgery. I had spinal stenosis and, and two compressed discs. You know, it happens. Um, people are tearing ACLs left and right. And so, yeah, things like that, unfortunately happen. And for some people, then that's it. Like, okay, you know, I'm done. That was my opportunity. I'm good. Thank you. And they move on. Um, but I don't know. So I think, I think WWE, even though they say that and they're not wrong, like those are the, you know, top caliber athletes are coming from division one schools who are going out for the Olympics. They're not wrong by, by stating that, but then are they the ones that really seem to stand up the most? I, I, in my personal opinion, not in every situation. Um, so yeah, I think they, I think they keep saying it, but then they default back to the wrestlers. Yeah, absolutely. One other thing that I see that is happening on the Indies, and I, th- I, it's a very interesting situation that people that are out there trying to perform and get noticed face is: Do you go out and put on a good match, or you go out and try to do something crazy that's going to get everybody's attention on YouTube? And there's a real, it seems to me there's a real conflict in the wrestling industry on which is the right way to go. Because, you know, we see people have incredible matches, but we also see these guys that light themselves on fire and do crazy stuff out there. What is the right way to go, do you think, to get attention? Do you do that one thing in a match that everybody's going to go, whoa? Or do you just go out and put on a great match and let everybody enjoy that? Wow. Um, A bit of all of it. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to lie. There's a lot of time just in, in my life where I get a little too busy and I watch wrestling a lot by Twitter. Okay. So I see the highlights. I see the clips at the same time. When you sit back and watch a whole match, you're able to get and understand what that person's all about can handle themselves in the ring. Um, what happens if things don't go quite to plan? What are the plans that they have? Like, I think that you kind of need to have a little bit of both in, in the world of wrestling. One of the, one of the things a promoter will ask, ask you is how do you stand out from the hundred other people that are also trying to get the spot that you have? And so what is that? Is it by a unique offense that you have? Uh, um, I think of like a Jack Cartwheel or, or a Ninja Mac who are like these high flyers that can do amazing things that very few other people in the world can do. I think of a Shane Mercer who, when you said table on fire, this is where my brain went, where he was standing in a ring and gorilla press slammed a guy 30 feet away from the ring through a table. Um, that was, I think the table was on fire. So Yikes. It, it's like, because he's an oppressive specimen of humanity, you could do that. Um, and yeah, those are the moments people will talk about like this, this little clip. They don't talk sometimes about the whole match, but at the same time, the whole match is what I want to see because I want to make sure that person's going to be stable enough to be in a ring. 
because there are, uh, there, there's somebody else that I know who I'm not going to shame right now, but like there's somebody I know who can do amazing aerial stuff, but they have no idea how to pull that together to pull off a match. Understandable. Phil, I want everybody to get to know you a little bit too. Tell everybody a little bit about your background and what you do in pro wrestling in case people don't know. We got about three minutes ago and I want to make sure you get your everything in for Revolver too, so. I appreciate it. Uh, so I've been involved with wrestling since the last millennium. Uh, I, like I said before, I started doing things behind the scenes and I really was like, people were coming to me to help navigate how an event should run. And it was like, I really am running things, but I was also in front of the camera. I was also wrestling. Uh, I've moved a little bit more into being more of a mouthpiece. So commentary, being a manager, being the authority figure at a lot of places. I think I'm, I think I'm the general manager of something like six companies right now. Nice. Um, and it, so it started to take on its own life too. Like we were the president of wrestling and now you're the, the spokesperson for our company too. Um, it happened at revolver. And now, you know, Hey, I also lead a faction that, you know, people don't always necessarily like, but that doesn't mean I'm wrong. Um, <laughs> and then at MCW, I'm their general manager, but you know, Hey, people on the East coast seem to agree with me more. So it all works out. It all works out in the end. Um, but have had a, a wonderful opportunity to live this life in wrestling. Um, I started out as a fan. I had a background in amateur wrestling and judo. And while I was in pro wrestling, got jujitsu. But even when I started my pro wrestling life, I was behind the scenes. I made a choice between can I pay for college or can I pay for wrestling training? And I paid for college. And then while I was in college, was like, okay, it's, it's, I need to do this. So I jumped into getting trained and then was in the ring for a very long time. Um, I mean, and now, I have somebody else's knee and, and, and a metal plate in my neck. So, Hey, it happens. Yeah. Um, and, but Hey, last night I had a match in West Virginia. So you never know like what's <laughs> going to happen. Um, and so I, I stay active in sort of all, all aspects of wrestling between, uh, like I said, wrestling revolver, which will have an event this coming Thursday, uh, in Dayton, Ohio with John Moxley, with Masha Slamovich, with Sammy Callahan. Um, so a tremendous roster of talent that's going to be there. Um, with MCW Pro Wrestling out in Maryland that's coming back um, in September. Uh, so I just, I stay active in every aspect of, of wrestling. Um, I maintain what I call the independent wrestling calendar. So it's a listing of upcoming dates, all the dates I can find from independent wrestling around the world. Um, and I publish that about once a week um, just to let everybody know, hey, if you're a fan and you're looking for an opportunity to see what this crazy world of wrestling is, come down and see it. And here's this listing of things. And for talent who is looking for other opportunities, well, they've been using that list to also find, well, what bookings are this weekend? I'm, hey, I'm going to be in this area. Can I look at the list? Sure. Uh, if it helps you, use it. Um, so I, I, that's how I, I've come to know a lot of things about other, other places now because I've seen so much of that list and what talent they're putting over and what talent is getting over by their own accord, um, but just what's out there. That's awesome. Well, Phil, I want to thank you for coming on the Mark Hoke Show, and we got to get you out here to Vegas and get you on FSW card. I'd love it. That'd be awesome. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's set that up. Well, Phil, thank you for joining us, man. Appreciate it. And of course, you can follow him on Twitter at Trust in Phil. Phil Stamper, everybody. Thank you for coming on the show, buddy. Thank you, everybody. There you go. Yeah, appreciate you, man. All right. Yeah, thank you. All right. So we got to wrap up this hour, but that was fun. Good dude. Yeah, great time, dude. Man. And I remember Maryland Championship Wrestling. That's my home territory out there. Where are you from? South Central Pennsylvania, baby. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say South Central LA like me. No. I'm not from LA. <laughs> Why but, is that? Hey, we have another hour to go. And when we come back, we are going to dive into WWE. And they got a little card going on this weekend coming up.
It's just SummerSlam, the biggest party of the summer. No big deal. Right. Just stick around, everybody. David Difference, Jose Volante. I'm Mark Hoke. Thanks for being with us. Follow us on Twitter. I got at Mark Hoke Show. We got the David Difference and Jose underscore Volante. And, of course, subscribe on YouTube. We'd certainly appreciate that. We'll be back for hour number two right after this. Want more of The Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Like us on Facebook at The Mark Hoke Show. And visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show and download our podcasts at MarkHokeShow.Podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join The Mark Hoke Show family today and thanks for listening.